step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Kimmer should have lived in the dark ages. Yeah, baby. Because he looks terrible in the light. Oh, no, wait the Kimmer Show on News Radio <laughs> 106.7. Thank you so much. This would be where the song comes in. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think I swear to God, he's messing with me. I mean, no, I can turn up a little. Okay, yeah, no, just a little. Uh, oh my God, man! <laughs> so you want me to play it? Yes, I want you to play it. <laughs> Relax, everything's fine. <laughs> Smell some ballpoint ink for a while. Everything will be good. Calm yourself down. Oh, mercy. 12.05. How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067 for crying out loud. Happy freaking Tuesday. Here we go. Yes, uh, Steve Winwood's birthday today. He's 67, so we're playing his song, Valerie. There you are. Uh, a couple of other notes in the news of birthdays and things happening. Uh, Malcolm David Kelly from the TV show Lost is 23. And that kid, uh, Sullivan Sweeten from Everybody Loves Raymond, is 20 today. Is that the one who killed himself? Well, I I wouldn't still have his birthday on if he was 20 today. Uh, It said, actor Sullivan Sweeten, Everybody Loves Raymond, 20. And actually, on one of these services, it says, actors, plural, Sullivan Sweeten, Everybody Loves Raymond, is 20. Yes, Sawyer Sweeten killed himself. And they were twins. Yeah, that, yeah, I remember that, but just recently. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, he's got a relative. Well, they updated and took his name took off. Took his name off. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Yikes. That's that's cold. And uh, Hall of Famer Yogi Berra is 90 today. Yogi Berra. you got to love Yogi Berra. After whom Yogi Berra. The, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Yogi Berra. Uh, the cartoon character was named after Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. The uh, famous uh, baseball player was in the Hall of Famer of the Yankees. One of the base, uh, greatest baseball players who ever lived. I mean, he was a, th- a three-time MVP. I think he's the second like best 14, catcher. Uh, M- uh, World Series rings. And, I mean, one of the one of the two or three best catchers of all time. I mean, just an amazing. But he was such a goof that he'd said stuff that everybody knew what he meant, but it didn't really come out right. For example, uh, he said um, uh, he was told that he looked cool in his summer suit by a mayor of New York's wife. And he said, hey, you don't look so hot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Upon receiving a check from Jack Buck, the uh, sports announcer, who made out uh, made out a check to the bearer, uh, gave uh, the, the check to Yogi. Yogi said, how long you know me, Jack, and you still don't know how to spell my name? <laughs> bearer. <laughs> and then he says, uh, I didn't say half the things I said. Stuff like that. Uh, baseball is 90% mental. The other half is physical. I always go to other people's funerals. Otherwise, they won't go to yours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But we know what he meant. Anyway, Yogi Bear is 90 years old today. Okay, a lot of things happening here in the Old Kimmer program, including a salute to the Gwinnett homeowner who shot those five robbers, tried to mess him up. Good for you. Thank God for guns. 
I mean, thank God. I, I hope the uh, network newscasts lead their news with it, showing once again that a homeowner with a gun was able to save his life and his property and end the life of one scumbag who tried to take his stuff from him and shot a couple others in the process. How cool is that? Five idiots show up to rob this guy with a baseball bat. He's got a gun. <laughs> blam, blam, blam. Three of them shot, one dead. We can only hope the others get killed by the police trying to uh, run for it and, uh, and, and, and fight back or something. Please, God, please. I don't mean to pray here on the Kimmer Show. I, we, we can all go it together, though, if you want to. Um, also, uh, what do you hear about the <laughs> these young uh, news people these days? <laughs> and the news services apparently are... I don't know what they're where they're getting their people, but this is really funny. Uh, that's coming up. Plus the Falcons. This is shameful. I, you know, have you heard about what the Falcons are doing? Of course, we'll talk about the Tom Brady story. It goes Tom Brady is suspended four games, and frankly, um, I don't. Well, we'll talk about it. We got a lot of things to talk about this, and the doggy in the car and the smashing window, the whole bit of thing. But the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons are apparently the team in the NFL that has taken more money than any other team in order to stage tributes honoring military service. You know those uh, those those special programs where they uh, support the, uh, the vets in the stands and they, you know, stand and salute our armed forces veterans serving their country. They get paid to do that. It's a commercial. The Pentagon is paying NFL teams to stage military tributes. The Falcons received a million dollars from the Defense Department. Other teams like the Ravens, Packers, Vikings, and Bills have gotten a half a million dollars. And it's under the assumption, we think, that the teams are directly paying for these heartfelt tributes. And really, it's just an advertising scheme. And Arthur Blank's made a million dollars off of saluting veterans. Wait a minute. You know, okay, on one hand, I'm saying I'm glad he's saluting veterans. I mean, who who could be upset about saluting veterans at a football game? That's great. But it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth that he's getting paid to do it. Why wouldn't he do it on his own? Let's see. What was service was he in? <clears throat> oh, did he serve in the military? Jeez. I mean, this is really. Are you against a man making a profit? No, I like people making profits, especially when they steal bodies from graves and chop out their kidneys and sell the kidneys on the black market to Chinamen. No, that to me is a great way to make money. No, see, it's not. A, it doesn't matter whether you make money. That's not the issue. It's making money. For example, a lot of people don't know this, but the Falcons, for God's sakes, the Falcons apparently pay homeless bums to hang around the parking lot to gross out the tailgaters so you'll go inside the dome and buy $12 barbecue sandwiches. I think that's unbelievable. It's an outrage. (laughs) I'll tell you what else is a damn outrage. And, you know, know, now we love our news people. Jackie's our uh, our chick, uh, like, assistant director and all that stuff. We love our news people. But here's the list. The Jackie just came out, girl, girl Jackie, female Jackie, just came out with a list of interns for the news department, okay, this year. Here's a list of the interns for News Radio 106.7, okay? News Radio 106.7 interns. Shedrick, James, Tim, Akeem, and Nigel. What do they all have in common, let's say, I wonder? Hmm, let's see, golly. Okay. And now here's a list of names for our rock station friends down the hall. 
Candy, Cherry, Fantasia, Destiny, Bambi, Lashandra, Jasmine, Sparkle, Jade, Raven, Skittles, Chastity, Blondie, Chipotle, and Cinnamon. Now, wait a minute. Something's really backwards here. What's the matter with you people? Yeah, we could Shedrick and Tim. Twelve, twelve. Put one in his lips. Well, now, they see, that's way out of context. Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. It's me, Adam West, Batman, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Holy regurgitation, Batman! You're right, Robin, old chum. Listen at your own peril or tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn, son. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by former Atlanta Mayor Andy Young. Can you imagine if a cement truck fell on Bill Campbell? He'd be a hardened criminal. Uh, hardened. I said, he'd be a oh. hardened criminal, son. <laughs> and now here's your criminal. host, Kim Peterson. I hold everything. And now a minute ago, I was all screaming and yelling in here in the booth yeah. because I couldn't find my Steve Winwood song. It was Steve Winwood's birthday. And I said, damn it, Pete, I made a list up of the Steve Winwood thing, and I can't, it's not on here. And Pete said, oh, it's my fault, and I, he didn't do it, and Hangman was doing the music because John Boy's off and dot and dot and I'm screaming and yelling like an idiot. And then I say, uh-oh, I found it. It's there. <laughs> so, But I, I couldn't see it for some reason on a stupid screen. Okay, this this is taking a second. I swear to God, this is way too long to stay in this. Okay, so then I said to Pete, just a minute, like 40 seconds ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of this damn computer screen to show how it, be, it can be a little confusing to show why people like me become idiots for very little reason. So I said, okay, I'm going to take a picture of the screen. Didn't I say that? Yes, I took my phone. I put it on photo. I, I showed it up a thing, and I hit click to have the photo. And look what this says. There's some screen that says iCloud photo sharing something. That's not what I wanted. I wanted the freaking camera. I put, I took, now, and what is that, what is that doing? That's your photo. jeez. Oh, All right, now, so now I want to send this to you. Hold, I'm going to do this right now. I hate this. I just hate this. All right, come on, click it. All right, P for Pete. Nope, that's not it. Uh, hold on, I got it. I swear to God, we're coming right here. Okay, P, send, send. Okay, it's medium, <laughs> picture, and send. Okay, there we go. Now we're ready. Now it's the show. It's the show. So here, like originally planned, is Steve Winwood back in the high life again, like I had all along. Okay, well, that's it for me. Good night, everybody. You've been great. Don't forget to tip your freaking waitress. <laughs> I'll give you a sweetness, no, Bell. No, <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, anyway, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Newsmaker line's coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Uh, we have tickets to... Doctor? Sponsored by the... Doctor? Doctor? doctor. Get a doctor to that guy. Uh, we have two tickets to Weird Al Yankovic in June at Chastain Park. We'll give away later. Pete will tell you how to do it doing that later on. Also, I don't forget our podcast, newsradio1067.com, sponsored by Showcase Photo and Video. All that stuff for you. Now... Um, <laughs> I have to pass this along. I got the biggest kick out of this. We have news line coming up and a brand new song, too, for oh, a second. Yeah. Um, um, th- there's a story. You, you heard the story about Andrew Young almost creamed by a cement truck. It was in a car. Cement truck almost killed him. Um, and it hurt the guy, the, another guy in the car. Okay. Uh, Andy Young, 83 years old. So I'm reading a story by the Associated Press. Okay. It's on the wires. Associated Press story about Andy Young. The story says Young, who wasn't driving, was able to walk away. Then he said, da 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 da. A second man was hospitalized with so and so. A truck driver cited for disobeying a truck. Da 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 da. Uh, then it goes on kind of his bio with the event. At the very end of the story, last couple lines, it says he was appointed to serve as a U.S. ambassador to the United Nations by then President Jimmy Carter in 1977. Here's the last line of the story by the Associated Press. He was elected Atlanta mayor in 1981 and again in 1985, according to his foundation. 
<laughs> he was elected according to his foundation when the guy didn't know that? I mean, this is unbelievable. What do you mean according to his foundation? He was elected mayor of Atlanta twice. According to those foundation said he was elected mayor of Atlanta. So I, I don't want to go out on a limb here or anything. You know, we're trying to get, we're trying to confirm it. He allegedly elected mayor. And so, geez, come on. God, man. Anyway, 1222. Hey, there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Let me tell you something, man. It's great to be on the show and talk to you in a long time. Hey, this coach, is John Gruden coach calling. John Gruden. Hey, Coach. How's it going? Well, let me. How about that Tom Brady? Isn't he want to oh, let me something, man? Something. Suspended for four games. Let me tell you something. Could you imagine if Matt Ryan missed the first four games for the Falcons? Wow. What the... I'm guessing we noticed an immediate improvement. Passing percentages would skyrocket. Interceptions would plummet. It'd be something, man. Let me tell you something. Coach? Let's face it, Kimmer. I yes, mean, sir. the Patriots without Tom Brady, yeah. that's like News Radio 1067 without Steve McCoy. The whole franchise, <laughs> you know, revolves around this guy. And, you know, and Brady's pretty good, too. Let me tell you something, Brady's man. Not I mean, bad. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> I'll tell you something else. When it comes to patriotism, those. Atlanta Falcons, you got to give them a lot of credit. A lot of Arthur credit. Blank, Arthur Blank drives a hard bargain, man. I mean, yeah. do you know that saluting the flag costs the Defense Department an extra five grand per player? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, not talking or chewing during the national anthem. That's an extra twenty-five k there. And I mean, you know, if you got the cash, a couple of players might even put their hands over their hearts. Though I doubt it. <laughs> I never saw that before. <laughs> Just dancing back and forth. I don't know. What a freaking concept, man! I'm glad I said freaking, or we'd be off the air. You know, yes, sir. <laughs> Four weeks, the sales department would realize it too. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, what happened to that guy? Who was on at noon. <laughs> that we steer oh, everybody his... away from. What happened to him? We don't have to steer people away from him anymore. Thank God for that. Yeah. Hey, do you <laughs> you realize if the Falcons played New England, Kimmer? Yeah. It'd be the real Patriots versus the fake Patriots. Oh, getting paid for their patriotism. Thank See, it would you. be the real, the real Patriots against the not quite so real. Thank you so much, yes, sir. You know what's funny, Kimmer? What's that funny, sir? It ain't the Rock 100 Morning Show. I try <laughs> oh, listening <no>. to that. <laughs> Things that aren't funny, Alex, for 200. You don't know what's funny is, I mean... It's funny how no one ever had to bribe the Falcons to put some cop-hating rap star on at halftime. It's funny how that works, isn't it, man? Isn't that unusual? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think Came up with that on his own, did he? <laughs> Great to be on the coach, show. always a pleasure, yeah. my son. Thank you so much, Coach. John Garudin. <laughs> Look out. Yeah. Apparently, uh, the Falcons saved some money on their practice field, too, after buying low-cost filled debris from the Tri-State Crematorium. So, again, these are just ways of Arthur getting a little extra cash for the, you know, for the budgeting process. All right, 844-404-1067. Right, 844-404-1067. Hold on a minute. Oh, crap, I can't find it. Here's my, I want to, I want to see if it, no, 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 here we go. Uh... Oh, no, that's not the one. I got, I got it right here. I got, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, I got it. 1225. 1225. Okay. <clears throat> a first grade teacher, Ms. Brooks, was having trouble with one of her students. A teacher said, Harry, what's the problem? Harry said, I'm too smart for the first grade. My sister's in third grade. I'm smarter than she is. I think I should be in the third grade. She took Harry to the principal's office. Harry waited in the outer office. A teacher explained to the principal what the situation was. Well, the principal told Ms. Brooks he'd give the boy a test. If he failed to answer any of his questions, he was to go back to the first grade and behave. They all agreed. So they brought in Harry, the first grader. The conditions were explained. He agreed to take the test. Principal, what's three times three? Harry, nine. Principal, what's six times six? Harry, 36. 
It went that way with every question the principal thought a third grader really should know. So the principal looks at Miss Brooks, the teacher, and tells her, I think Harry can go to the third grade. Well, Miss Brooks said to the principal, uh, let me ask him some questions. The principal and Harry both agreed. So Miss Brooks says, uh, what does a cow have four of that I only have two of? Harry, after a moment, says, uh, legs. Miss Brooks, what's in your pants that you have but I do not? The principal says, oh, my God, what's she has that? Harry says, pockets. Miss Brooks, what does a dog do that a man steps into? Harry said, pants. The principal sat forward with his mouth open. Miss Brooks said, what goes in? <laughs> and then comes out soft, and he says, bubblegum. And Miss Brooks says, what does a man do standing up? A woman does sitting down, and a dog does on three legs. Harry says, shake hands. The principal's trembling now. Miss Brooks says, what word starts with F and ends in a hard consonant sound that means a lot of heat and excitement? Harry says, fire truck. The principal breathes a sigh of relief and told the teacher, hell, put him in fifth grade. I got the last seven questions wrong. <laughs> 1227 on News Radio 106.7. Look out. <coughs> uh, this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. Just, just, just awful. If you must, tune into the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three on on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey, John, before Champ- you go, don't. Uh, I'm yes. sorry. Before you go, I want you to replay that soundbite of Putty Tat in, in a second. Can you do that for me? He was talking about uh, people and families and stuff. Yeah, sure. Have you got that right there handy? I do indeed. Uh, uh, would you mind playing? All right, this, uh, this, and, and tell us again where it was from. Uh, what what event it was? Uh, this was the Catholic Evangelical Leadership Summit on Overcoming Poverty. Overcoming Poverty. And mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, the President of the United States speaking about how to overcome poverty. Could you uh, go ahead and play this out? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Then there are those on the left who I think are in the trenches every day and those see how left, important yeah. parenting is and how important family structures are and the connective <laughs> tissue that <laughs> yeah, holds right. communities together and recognize that that contributes to poverty when those structures fray. Oh, my God. Thanks, John. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Sure. Uh, are you not? Oh, my God. Let's do the political affiliation of everybody who's ever taken welfare in America. Let's take a political affiliation of all the broken families. This is unbelievable. Let's do the statistics on family crime and see what the political affiliations are. The people on the left are the ones in the trenches knowing how to deal with families. Oh, my God. I mean, that's just hysterical. Oh, brother. Anyway, and also, and we're watching. I mean, it's, I'm losing my mind. We're watching video for, from CNN in Savannah of, of two deputies that were in a, in a jail or in, in a sheriff's office. And there was a prisoner in one of their rooms who they were holding cell. And they were bringing him out, and the prisoner started shoving the co- the two deputies around. So the deputies took him to the ground. The guy kept fighting back, and one of the deputies finally kneed the guy in the head to get him to be knocked out so they could control him. And the and the and the that sissy slanky ben- Benefield or whatever her name was a beady eyed Ashley Benefield and her little cohort chick friend are complaining about policing the police. Someone needs to police the police. Hey, lady, let me tell you something. If you are fighting a cop, the cop is obligated by definition. Definition by training to use superior force to yours. Okay, let me say it again. If you are fighting a cop with your hands, he should, and by law and by training, is is supposed to use a greater force than yours in order to subdue you. So if you come at him with a knife, he should come at you with a gun. That's not being unfair. That's what cops are supposed to do.
If you're both doing just fighting, then you're just fighting. The cop is supposed to end the fight. So, of course, the deputy was going to do whatever he could to knock out the guy to stop him from fighting. God, what's wrong? I can't believe it. I mean, I just, jeez, policing the police. Oh, that they're ever so mean and cruel. The guy was fighting two cops. They should have freaking shot him. God, I honest to Pete, is it just the heat? I, I, I mean, it's hot in here. I'm sweating. I'm a little worked up. I'm a little hype, a little more worked up today. But God, oh, come on! You got to be choking. You just this is stupid. Oh, jeez! And then I guarantee you. So, oh, let's talk about the the smashed da- uh, doggy window. All right, let me ask you this: uh, the name Michael Hammonds is all over the news in Athens of the guy, the by the way, Desert Storm military veteran who saw the little doggy in the car suffering from whatever he was suffering from. So he broke the car window while bystanders were waiting for the owner to come back to the car. Uh, this, this guy, Michael Hammonds, whose name I'll say again, Michael Hammonds, Michael Hammonds, Michael Hammonds, uh, was given a ticket, and he's got to go to court and take care of it. But the police did not release the woman's identity. Why not? Yeah. She apparently was cited and given a citation for leaving a dog in a hot car. I didn't know that was a violation. I, I don't think there's a state law. It must be an ordinance of some kind. And they gave her a citation, according to the news. Well, what's her freaking name? Public record. Let's let's find out who she. What her situation is. I mean, this is crap. Unbelievable. You know, it's just this fairness. And, and, and by the way, uh, you know, if you see a dog in a car in the ninety degree heat in the south, I mean, how many times do we have these stories of a dog and a kid in the car and things like? And it's going to happen again. It's going to be all over the place and everything again. What would you do? What would you do? You know, I mean, the first thing, obviously, is to go. Tra- if you see a car and a little dog in it and the dog looks like he's in trouble. And this veteran apparently said the dog was panting. He looked like he was in, in distress. And people were waiting for the woman. Clearly, the first thing you should do is try to find the owner of the car. Go into the nearby store. If you're in a, a supermarket or a parking lot or something, knock. go into the store and say, hey, there's a dog in a car. Anybody else talk to? And someone will, you know, find her or whatever. Okay, That's the first thing you should do. Try to find the owner to take care of the situation. But if it goes on and on and on and nobody can find the owner, then you got to decide, geez, am I going to do the right thing here? And I say, take a chance. So you got to pay for a window. You think he's going to be convicted of a crime when he goes to court? I mean, this is just crap. And, and I mean, it's... <laughs> It should be Come a GoFundMe account for this guy. Yeah, to pay well, let's for it. find out. Let's find out if he and somebody keep a track on this. This is in Athens, so it's kind of hard for us to do it. Uh, but let's keep a track of this for this guy. Where the hell's the name of the guy there? Michael uh, Michael Hammonds. Michael Hammonds in Athens. Uh, somebody make sure we keep up on this guy and find out whatever happens to him, and we'll do a GoFundMe. If, uh, if he gets fined or something for, for doing what he thought was the right thing. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, this uh, woman's name ought to be released, too. Whoever, anybody know her name? Let's put her name on the radio. I'm asking for the name of the woman with a hot car and the little doggy. And with, just, just to be fair, uh, let's give her name. She did something wrong, too. So why just, why just the guy? What a crock. I mean, you know, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> All right. Now, how about some good news? All right, hold on. I got Brett here coming up. Hold on a second. I got a brand new song coming up here, too, very, very shortly. Uh, you should know this. Parents, you should know this. If you take cell phone pictures of your kids, of your babies in particular, cell phone pics of your babies, or iPad or iPhone, whatever things, if you take pictures of your babies on the iPhone, hear the story of two-year-old Avery Fitzgerald in Rockford, Illinois. Two-year-old Avery uh, was uh, was... 
Julie Fitzgerald's the mother. Mother was taking Avery's picture. Avery is two years old. The mother took a picture of the baby's face and noticed that she could see something in the baby's left eye that looked a little large of like a white sign of some kind. Well, she read online that pupils shining white in photos can be a sign of cancer. Let me say it again. If you're using an iPhone to take a picture of your baby's face, and when you get the picture back, if it looks like there's a larger-than-normal white spot in an eye, it could be, I'm not saying it is, it could be a sign of cancer. She took the baby to the hospital. Doctor said tumors had taken over 75% of, it's a boy, of his eye in retinoblastoma, which is a very serious cancer. Uh, They had to take out the eye. Hopefully the baby will live. I have some experience with this with a child I did a little fundraising thing for uh, one time many, many years ago who had retinoblastoma, and she was uh, six, and she had one eye out. A year later, she had the other eye taken out, and I had arranged for her mother to get married to her boyfriend before the daughter lost her second eye so the little girl could watch her mommy walking down the aisle. And that was, that was my, a little charity thing I did to raise money for him and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the, eventually the little girl died. Retinoblastoma is very, very serious. But if you have a baby and you take a picture with your iPhone and you see a big white spot in the back of the pupil, go to the doctor. Maybe nothing, but it might be a sign of trouble. And the earlier you get it identified, the earlier, ch- more chance you have, obviously. It's kind of like that red uh, eye thing you do when you, when you take pictures of people and there's a red eye that shows up and stuff. It's kind of like that same thing if you see that with a white. All right, hold on, Brad. I'm a little late here. Uh, 1243. You if you have hair or if you're bald. <laughs> hair or if you're bald. Are we keeping it getting wrong? Champagne wishes and caviar (laughs) dreams, Robin Leach here. And this portion of our show is brought to you by the rich and famous. But enough about winners on today's Steve McCoy show. (laughs) Here's your interim host, (laughs) Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Newsbreak Alliance coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. We got a new song coming your way, and this is Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach is 87. It's Herb Albert singing, though. You told me that before. It's his song, but it's Herb Albert singing. And, and also, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Dion Warwick uh, has a birthday today, if I'm not mistaken. I don't hear her in this. Where the heck's her list? Ah, I'll find it anyway. Oh, no, I, believe, I beg your pardon. Uh, Bert Backrack and Dion Warwick worked together a lot. Um, Dion Warwick, on this day in 2002, was arrested in Miami's airport because she had marijuana in her lipstick container. <laughs> They let her go after she went through a little treatment program there. Anyway, I got it. It's only the Kimmer, 1251. Oh, oh, the girl's name was uh, the doggy in the car. The left the doggy in the car is Elantra, like the car, Elantra Cunningham, 22. So her name is out now, too, along with Michael Hammonds. Elantra Cunningham, 22 years old, left her dog in the car. And that's why the guy smashed the window. Hey, newsbreaker line, let's see. And hold on, Brett, let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Give me drive everything you're doing. This call is going to be great. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the most tremendous uh, call I've ever done to a radio show in history. Everybody knows that. Everybody Donald. knows it. It's a shame I'm wasting it on this. This is Donald Trump, Kimmer. Donald, Donald you know, I'm so disappointed. I lost out on that Picasso painting that sold for $175 oh, yeah. million dollars at Christie's yesterday. You lost out, did you? Yeah, I got outbid by the Steve McCoy Prize Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about an unlimited budget. Go to any extremes. You know, they say that money can't buy you happiness, but apparently, well, anyway. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I love the prizes they give away on the Kimmer show, you know. <laughs> it saves me from having to go to the Goodwill and Salvation Army to pick it up in person, you know. It's... 
<laughs> we do what we can. So. I mean, I know you're low on the totem pole, yeah, Kimmer. I am low. But to call prizes on the Kim Peterson show, Steve Sloppy Seconds, isn't that a little <laughs> bit to me? <laughs> no leftovers. Come up with another phrase, for God's sake. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, did you see where Andrew Young's car was demolished yeah. by a cement truck? Cement truck, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that much damage since a bag of cement cash fe- fell on Maynard Jackson's car. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelatedly. <laughs> yes, say what you will about Maynard Jackson. Yeah, the man was yeah. a whale of a man. A whale of a man. <laughs> His official portrait was done by Google Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Google Earth. Well, the Falcons... <laughs> Well, the Falcons were paid to fade patriotism, to yeah. honor their country. They had yeah. to be paid to do it. Paid to do it, yeah. I understand they brought in an expert on fake emotions to Kim's final wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, don't stop reciting that pledge. Oh, we salute you. We salute you. <laughs> put your hand right there. It's so good when you <laughs> pretend to love your country. Don't stop. <laughs> Actual transcript. Actual transcripts. <laughs> Great to be on Donald, the, you're just bringing the yeah, truth to the show the again, sir. Cash that well, See, the cash that made the cash destroyed it on the car there. <laughs> I Donald. can take a hit. Play my music. No, I'll hang up. We thought you were ready. Really. Oh, yeah, very important. <laughs> I'm an important man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Everybody knows it. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Oh, he almost came out with one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was a lot closer than we thought it might have been there. I don't know. Yeah! 1254. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer. You never fear. And let's get that girly uh, uh, 22-year-old Elantra Cunningham is the, is the hot dog car girl, along with Michael Hammonds, who knocked out the window to try to save a doggy. And, of course, he is, uh, is a bad guy. All right, here's Brett, the truck driver. News Radio 1067. Hello, Brett. How's it going, Kimmer? What's up, man? Uh, but... Hey, uh, you remember that guy, Justin Ross Harris, who met his kid in the car oh, yeah. last year? Yeah. Boy, his name played out quicker than the regular guys, didn't it? Oh, hey, ah, ho, ah. Wow. Jeez. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> Tough crowd. Let, let, let it go. <laughs> Somebody did a little something last night. I don't know that. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, wow. All right, anyway, it's only the camera. It's only me. News Radio 1067. Yeah, I'm a little upset about this whole Falcons business. Apparently got paid a million dollars to put on patriotic displays of military affection. Uh, and, you know, I'm, there's clearly, I'm all in favor of it. I'm all in favor of patriotic displays and pointing out service people in the crowd and, you know, having events at football stadiums or any other public event for that matter. I'm all in favor of it. But when you find out that they're getting paid to do it, that it wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have done it unless they got money for it. I mean, my God, does it cost you much money to have a salute the veterans event during halftime at a football game? I mean, is that a... Is, is that a big budget item that they can't do unless you get paid by the Defense Department? I don't know. It's just, it's just you know, sleazy. And speaking of sleazy, Pete, give me your take. We'll do sports later. But give me your take on the Tom Brady business. Four-game suspension. The club got fined a million bucks. They lost draft picks, including round one next year, which is a big-time Charlie. So he got four, a quarter of the season. Brady's going to sit out for the Super Bowl champ and the MVP. No, he won't. He'll he'll appeal. They'll appeal and they'll come up. Go down some to two, of, maybe. Probably two. Probably something two. Like that. So he'll still miss a couple of games. Now, uh, give me your take on the uproar and people getting. We got like ten seconds for the thing. Give me. What are you thinking about what's happening so and far? Get what's coming to you. You know what? Like goes around comes around. Now a lot of people say we're knocking people off pedestal and maybe a little bit to that as well because you know, people are tired of the New England winning and cheating to win. Well, it's the it, it's also the pretty boy factor. It's we always enjoy it when pretty boys get their comeuppance. 
and he's been uh, he's been at, they've been asking for it for a long time. But he's a good citizen. So. He's a good guy. He's a good citizen. But uh, we'll talk about that later. It's uh, twelve fifty-seven. Oh, and we'll give away the Yankovic tickets at one thirty. Guess the color of the skivvies coming up at one thirty on News Radio one hundred six seven. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase case photo and video and their singer guitarist billy duffy is 54 today a little wildflower the cult also a couple of birthdays in the news bruce boxleitner is 65 today he's been around for a long time lindsey kraus 67 today and Gabriel Byrne. I like Gabriel Byrne. He's, yeah, he was in a yeah. lot of really good uh, gangster movies. And Into the West is a good movie. Now, that one With I don't Ellen know. Ellen Byrne. It's about Ireland. It's pretty good. Oh, really? Okay, excellent. Uh, and Gabriel Byrne is 65 today. Oh, it's got a big white horse in it, uh, too. Oh, really? You'd, you'd like to I'm going to go yeah. see it then. There you go. All right, it's 135 on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844 1067. Our lines are pretty much jammed. We'll get to you in just one second. Again, we're talking about uh, the Falcons taking money from the Defense Department to pretend to have patriotic uh, events when they're actually just it's a paid event. Uh, the Tom Brady case, punishments, reaction, uh, the Desert Storm vet smashing a car window to get a hot doggy out of there in Athens. He got a ticket, and so did the girl. And her name, let's give her name again here, is Elantra Cunningham. She's 22, and he's Michael Hammonds. Uh, what else we got here? Aaron Andrews rolling. Oh, did you see this on Dance with the Stars? We'll tell you about that in a second. And the baby pick showing cancer. Zimmerman road rage case. The Mississippi cop killer mom. We got it all coming up for you. Right, let's get back to the phones. Here's Ken on News Radio 1067. Ken, how's it going, sir? Good, and you? Very well, thanks. Two of us out of the three are wearing the same color underwear. What's your guest color, sir? Oh, I'm looking at my underwear drawer. I'm going to go with the eyes and say blue. Blue? Oh, no. Oh, Sorry. Blue no. is yesterday yeah, for the Kimmer. Yesterday. All right. Next up is Scott on News Radio 1067. What's your guess there, Scott? Oh. Hey, buddy. I'm going to go with a red. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, that was uh, one to guess. It wasn't right. How about Ron, News Radio 1067? What do you think, Ron? Hey, Kim. I think black. Black. Oh, another good oh. guess. Nope. Sorry. Here's Chris, News Radio 1067. Welcome, Chris. What's up? I'm go- I'm going hot pink with polka dots. Uh, <laughs> uh, how about uh, Charles on Radio 67? What do you think, Charles? No, I think uh, for both of them, yellow in the front, brown in the back. <laughs> Very funny. <Wow. laughs> I was married once or twice, you know. Here's Mike on News Radio 1067. What are you guessing, Mike? Hello. Blue, no, sorry. How about double mics on News Radio 1067? What's your guess, Mike? Uh, dingy gray color, uh... Dingy gray? No, sorry. How about uh, Brian on News Radio 1067? What do you think, Brian? Brian. No, sorry. <laughs> Here's triple mics on News Radio 1067. What's your guess, Mike? Well, he took my guess. That was Brown. Well, <laughs> guess another one. There we go. Okay, well, no, all right, you could have guessed another one. Now, here's another mic. We got double mic, triple, quadruple mics. Hey, Mike, what's your guess, sir? Beige. What's that? Beige. 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 Oh, no, sorry. Uh, and here's Noah on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Noah. 
Green. Green, thank you very much. <laughs> All righty then. You, sir, have two tickets to go see Weird Al Yankovic on June 20th. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no, we tease, we tease. Anyway, congratulations. There were two of us are three are wearing wow. green underwear. I mean, <laughs> although in the case of one of us, it's not the actual color of the original underwear. But all right, uh, 138 on News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067, Okay, we have a brand new song, and it's uh, we were talking about the Falcons. Uh, it turns out that several, like a dozen teams in the NFL have been getting money up to a half a million dollars for most. The Falcons got a million dollars in the last couple of years to put on patriotic tributes honoring military people. They were paid for it. It wasn't. They didn't do it out of the goodness of their heart. It was a commercial payment, a million bucks for the Falcons. And I, here's a, it's a tribute song from our former coach, Dan Reeves. On the Falcons and the military patriot tributes affecting us all. Here's coach. I'm disappointed in the Falcons to think we'd have to pay them to love their country and to respect the USA they'd rather have some rap thug to do their halftime show but they'll be patriotic long as you have got the dough okay drive through crew Larry, Eric, be finished now oh they're proud to take your money they're patriotic when you pay, <laughs> they'll pretend to love America at least when it's game day. But you have to pay up a million bucks or the flags will go away. Because there ain't no doubt they love your cash more than the USA. Coach. I'm Dan Reeves and I approve this song. Coach Dan Reeves on News Radio 1067 with a tribute to the Falcons and the patriotic spirit that I think kind of affects us all deep yeah, down, doesn't it? In fact, I just, by golly, I, I may have to leave early today to just drive down to Falcon Stadium and stand there saluting. I think just to kind of put that old patriotism spirit. Thing. Which one, the old one taxpayer funded or the new one taxpayer well, funded? Well, uh, as long as it's taxpayer funded, I. Uh, <laughs> well, they got that extra million bucks now, so yeah. worked out pretty good for them. Oh, my. Oh, have you heard about the latest Natalie Holloway case? The name, you know the name Natty, Natalie Holloway, uh, uh, Brett? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, you you're in, in, you, you know that because you're working in a business here. But yeah. uh, I bet a lot of people, it's, it's been 10 years. Can you believe it? We were actually supposed to be in the same freshman class at Alabama. Like this really? Yeah. Is that right? Okay, and so, but you, but you were, what, what happened? No, uh, well, she, she yeah. Well, I thought she. Oh, that's right. She never got to it. No, no, yeah. Well, no, like, but I thought were a lot of people that I went to school with that were very close friends of hers. It was a very touchy subject. Yeah. Oh God, I guess. But you know, I'd forgotten it was before she actually got there. I, for some reason, thought she was always a college freshman or something, and then was on a spring break trip. But it was ten. It was ten years ago. My God. Well, anyway, the latest is uh, uh, somebody is a witness has come forward. Natalie Holloway was the Alabama girl who went to Aruba with her girlfriends, and they were out partying, and they, she got lost. They were separated, and she ended up missing, and they never found her body. 
Uh, but this guy, Vandersloot, has been charged with or uh, thought to be responsible. He's in prison for killing another girl some, in another island paradise somewhere else, as we recall. Anyway, 10 years ago, now a witness has come forward saying he saw Vandersloot chasing Natalie Holloway into a building. And a few minutes later, the witness claims he saw him bringing her body out, carrying her limp body and hiding her in a crawl space. But they haven't found a body, and uh, the father now is flying. Her father's flying back over to Aruba to see if he can put the pegs under this thing and maybe get some answers. Ten years ago. Wow. 142 now. <laughs> oh, sorry. I had some eat there. This is Bill O'Reilly, and we'd like to thank you for listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Be sure to... I can't read that. What does it say? Screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Thurston Howell the Third from <laughs> Gilligan's Thirsty. Island, yes, and this portion of our show is brought to you by my wife Lovey, oh. official secret shopper for the Steve McCoy Prize Closet. <laughs> Nothing but the best, <laughs> yes indeed. And now here's your host until Friday, oh, wait a Kim Peterson. Uh, you heard something? There we go. One fifty. How's it going? Happy Tuesday. Zach Brown band for you here. Matt Mangano, the Zach you Brown band. I'm a chicken fries. 39 today. Cold beer on a Friday night. Da -da -da -da. A pair of jeans that fit just right. Actress Vanessa Williams, not the former Miss America actress, but the other one from Soul Food and Melrose Place, Vanessa Williams, is 52 today. Uh, and speaking of uh, Melrose Place and Profiler, actress Jamie Lunar's 44. And uh, Claire Bowen from Nashville's 31. There you go. I got 150. 151, let's call it. Oh, sweet. oh, hold on a second. I got a sweetness bell, but it's going to have to wait because I got the newsbreaker line. And that comes first. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Kimmy, this is Charles Barkley calling. Oh, Charles, how you doing? How's it going? I was wondering how the Hawks did last night well, up there in aren't, Washington. Aren't you supposed to know you're with the NBA? Or just, well, you... I was on the set, but I wasn't watching the game. Oh. I was too busy watching Shaq bust his ass again, man. And... <laughs> it is funny, him falling down. It <laughs> fell off that decks, you know. That's the Go decks boom. for all of you out there. The decks. <laughs> He spent so much time on his keys to the shack was named an honorary member to SCLC last night. So. <laughs> SCLC? <laughs> the Southern Chase Lounge Conference, you know. <laughs> anyway. Yes, sir. No, I just kidding, man. Yeah, I watched yeah. the game. It was a great game. It's Skimmy, though. Yeah. The Hawks damn near gave me a heart attack there in the full quarter, Kimmer. In, in the full quarter, didn't they? Yeah, and unlike the Kimmer, if I'd have had a heart attack, I probably would have had visitors the next day. I mean, <laughs> well, they TNT were. wouldn't <laughs> use it as a convenient opportunity to weasel out of the contract or nothing, you know? <laughs> well, they didn't want to take a chance, you know, in case it didn't well, work out. I'm just out. kidding, Kim. I mean, they didn't even have any intention of promoting your show before you got sick. So don't think it had anything to do <laughs> no. with your illness or anything, <laughs> you know? had no reason at all. You know, the peoples in Atlanta must be pretty proud today. Yeah, I'm proud today? What do you well, mean? To learn that their pro-franchise Atlanta Falcons are the most patriotic team that money can buy. Let's give them a big hand. <laughs> That's right. Apparently, a million dollars ain't enough to get them to take off the helmet during the God-blessed national anthem. I'll tell you that. that <laughs> jumping around. I don't know. You know, I'm just kidding. Arthur yeah. Blank is very patriotic. He is patriotic. All his secretaries have to salute almost everything. He run up the flagpole <laughs> over there. <laughs> Almost <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, I tell you, that woman over there in Athens, she's yeah. 
horrible. Oh, a car lady. A racket war veteran breaks the window, yeah. saves a little dog, yet yeah. the yeah. ingrate biatch Elantra Cunningham wants yeah. to press charge. Press. What's she thinking about, Kim? I yeah. mean, yeah. the things some people will do just to be named America head of the month over there at Emory University. I tell you. <laughs> oh, no. The links that some people will go just to get a guest editorial column at the AJC. I mean, <laughs> to stoop so low just to get invited to speak at Kennesaw State. I'll ask, <laughs> ask you, Elantra, is it really worth it? <laughs> you know why she's named Elantra? No, sir, I don't. Apparently, she was conceived in the back seat of a compact Hyundai sedan. <laughs> no, I don't really think that. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I'd like you to meet my sister, Sonata, and my brother, Galant. <laughs> <laughs> and my supersized cousin, Santa Fe. <laughs> Why do we name our kids after cars? I don't know. Get your cousin Deuce in the corner, too. I don't know. <laughs> You should be my nephew sometime. His name Tercel. Galantric. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a great to be Tom, on the show. Always our pleasure, sir. Always glad to help. Yes, you do very much, and we are very grateful. Charles Barkley right here. Let's see. Weird Al Tackett's or New Bentley. I can't decide which show to listen to. <laughs> We're working on it. Thank you, Charles. Look out. Mercy. All right, I got a sweetness bell here for you. Okie dokie. Here we go. This is a true story. Pinocchio, Snow White, and Superman are out for a stroll in town one day. As they walk along, they come across a sign. Beauty contest for the most beautiful woman in the world. I am entering, said Snow White. Half hour after she comes out, they ask her, well, how'd you do? She says, first place, Snow White, the winner. They continue walking down the little town. They see a sign, contest for the strongest man in the world. I'm entering, says Superman. Half hour later, he returns. They ask him, well, how'd you make out? In first place, did you ever have any doubts, said Superman. They continue walking when they see a sign, contest. Contest, who's the greatest liar in the world? Pinocchio says, this is all mine, baby. Half an hour later, Pinocchio comes out of the contest with tears in his eyes. Little wooden tears in his little wooden eyes. What happened, they wanted to know. What happened? Pinocchio says, who the hell's Hillary Clinton? <laughs> hey! Oh, ah. Thank you. See, that would be there. Sweetness. Bro. <laughs> hey, hi-o. Anyway, saluting, also saluting Yogi Bear at 90 years old today. Uh, some of the greatest sayings, and I, some of these probably have no connection to him whatsoever, but we're going to pretend they still do after all these years. When Yogi Bear was talking about Steve McQueen, the actor, he said, Steve McQueen looks good in this movie. He must have done it before he died. And speaking of that, okay, <laughs> a few minutes ago, we were, I was talking about Natalie Holloway. And <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, no. Dumb things Kimmer has said on the, actually on the radio. And, I, and Brett says, you know, Natalie Holloway, uh, Holloway and I, uh, Natalie Holloway and I were going to be freshmen together at University of Alabama. And I said, oh, my God, how come uh, How come you weren't? And he said, because she died. <laughs> well, see, I thought she was already a freshman and was on spring break. I had forgotten she was a high school kid. She hadn't gone, <laughs> she hadn't gone to college yet. So we're not going to turn that into a promo. But once again, it's the Kimmer just being a goof. Uh, Yogi Berra-isms, for example. Uh, the towels were so thick I could hardly close my suitcase. <laughs> the future ain't what it used to be. Or he talked to his troops and, and the players in the field. All right, pair up in threes. <laughs> we're lost, but we're making great time. <laughs> when somebody asked him what time it was, he says, what, you mean right now? 
<laughs> and one of my all-time favorites, you can observe a lot just by watching. Yes, thank you, Yogi. I love it. Because you got to be very careful. If you don't know where you're going, you might not get there. All right, Yogi Bear. Anyway, 157 is Zone of the Kimber. More news, big lines, and that song coming up on News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video. This is Elroy Jetson, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show, which sucks as bad in the present as it does in the future. Tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. Kimmer's nickname is the Arithmetic Man. Yeah, baby. He adds trouble, Beautiful. subtracts pleasure, Wait. divides attention, and multiplies <laughs> ignorance. No. The Kimmer Show Thank on you. News Radio 1067. Well, then we've come to the right place. 205. And it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Well, somebody has come out with a couple of photographs of Selena Gomez and this chick named Cara Delevingne. You know who that is? I don't know who it is. Some some celebrity brat child of some sort. They're in uh, San Tropez. Or is it San Tropez? San Tropez, right? San Tropez. Uh, which raises the question, is she now a lesbian? And they're basically almost kissing. And she apparently has dated a lesbian before. And this writer says uh, she scarred her, uh, Selena Gomez scarred her body when the lesbian wouldn't return her affection. I didn't hear about that. Anyway, Selena Gomez now possibly a lesbian? <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> Thank you. It's okay with me either way. <laughs> All right, I got a couple of birthday things. Here we go. Actress Rhea Seahorn is 43. Uh, Kim Greist is 57. And uh, Jason Biggs, the very uh, funny actor, is 37 today. All right, look out. It's only me. It's on the camera. 206. Well, not that funny. No. Uh, well, he was, he's been in a couple of amusing things. Now, he's not funny, but he's been in some amusing oh. movies. I'm going to put it that way. Uh, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's one of the Kimmer. Falcons, turns out, have made a million dollars holding uh, phony military tributes and... Uh, patriotic gestures during football games. Turns out it wasn't a patriotic gesture by the Falcons to salute our troops. It was a paid commercial endorsement from the Defense, Defense Department. And again, I, I don't have a problem with saluting. I mean, I'm glad they salute veterans. I wish they had did more of it. I wish they would, you know, I wish we could have the old-fashioned days where you have, you know, military um, show-off zones where you have uh, bring out planes and anti-aircraft guns and and weapons and vehicles at, uh, at Dobbins or something and have kids show up and walk around them and see what they're like and have soldiers yeah. you know put them in a seat thing and a thing like that there and we can hold it on May Day we can and- do it on May Day and <laughs> pretend it's a May event and do it for veterans and stuff like the Russians like the Russians <laughs> is this Russia is this Russia is this Russia Sit down, Danny. Anyway, the Falcons got a million bucks for putting on these phony patriotic displays. Uh, but we, uh, and Pete discovered a couple of things. We got the holy crap at sports with Pete here in about 15 minutes. Uh, Pete discovered that there was an undercover operation discovered that the Falcons get their hot dogs from Mao's House of Feline. So, again, he's <laughs> already saving a little money. 
Oh, and apparently uh, they are really, really thrilled with the fact that the Falcons decorate the owner's luxury suites with flowers and American flags ripped from the gravestones at Marietta National Cemetery. <laughs> oh, postscript, last year's Memorial Day was a record haul of patriotic flotsam. So again, this is tremendous for Artie and the boys. <clears throat> oh, and as part of their military fighter jet flyovers, Arthur Blank requires the pilots to also crop dust the old cotton fields back home. <laughs> <laughs> two, two for one right there. Anyway, it's only me, 208 on News Radio 1067, 844 404 844-404-1067. And you know, George Zimmerman's back in the news. He's had the trouble with this guy uh, named uh, Matthew Afor- Afferson, I guess his name is pronounced. Uh, Zimmerman was a fellow who was found innocent in the Trayvon Martin case. And the federal authorities also couldn't find he did anything wrong when Trayvon tried to kill him and got killed instead. Uh, but uh, so Zimmerman's driving along the, the other day in Florida in Lake Mary, Florida, and uh, he claims that somebody took a shot at him. Uh, Here's one of the witnesses who apparently saw everything. I believe deeply that... uh, Oh, that's not it. Hold everything. Uh, Yeah, was that the guy? Wait a second. Uh, Kenneth Cornell. Where's Gears, Kenneth? The guy came pulling up and said, please call 911. Will you please call 911? (laughs) I was like, well, what happened? He's like, I just shot George Zimmerman. He said George waved the gun at me, and I shot him. And here's the original 911 call from when this happened last year. The same two guys were involved in a shooting incident. I looked over, and then George Zimmerman was the driver, and they were threatening to kick my and to shoot me. I said, what are you going to do, shoot me? I'm not messing with them. Okay, and you know this was, you know this was George Zimmerman? Oh, for a fact. <laughs> so anyway, the, this goes back a ways. Wow. So anyway, nobody got, nobody got badly hurt. Zimmerman got some cuts in his face from broken glass when the bullet went through the windshield. But uh, And the police have not charged either one of them that I know of so far. <laughs> you know, this has just got bad news written all over it. All right, hold on. I got Newsmaker Lines and a song coming up. It's 210. Here is John on News Radio 1067. Hello, John. What's going on? Hey, Kimmer, uh, i got a point to make. I haven't heard any of the sports uh, entities talk about. All right. I blame the NFL. Uh, since when do they have to have different footballs for the uh, or for one team, for the other team, and for kickers? And why, once they have been checked by the officials, why give the balls to the team? Why don't the officials manage the balls? That's a great point. So, and, and frankly, I think NFL policy. Yeah. Well, John, and hold on a second, Pete. What do you remember when all of a sudden, or maybe it's always been this way, when kickers, uh, well, when the balls show up, the kickers want to change them and 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 massage them and squeeze mm-hmm. them so they're a different uh, style right. of ball. But when did that start happening? A few the, years ago. But, but this wasn't from like nineteen twenties with Papa no. Bear Hallis in the original days of football. So this is a fairly new event yeah, that the basically. balls are different than they. They should all be the same. I think they will be from now on. John, do you think all the footballs that are used in any pro football game should all be the same ball? That's correct. Everybody has to do the same thing. Yeah, so whether it's a kicker. I mean, you do it in baseball and basketball. They don't change balls depending on who's got it. They don't change a new, right. a different baseball. It's all the same, supposedly the same characteristics. And the same with basketball, hockey, what other, tennis. I mean, you... Actually, baseball is now going to change their rules where the ball boys aren't going to have them for any time. It's going to so be the umpires have yeah. most of them, or someone from MLB is going to yeah. look at it. But again, like John, it's consistency. Uh, John, I think right. you're absolutely right. I don't know why nobody's brought it up, and I don't know why they don't make a simple rule, say, okay, we're going to supply the balls, and that's it. 
I'll bet you can light a fire on them, Kimmer. I'll bet you, John. Thanks, man. Semper Five, come to the right place. Stupid NFL. Top men. Right right top guy right on that right now. All right, it's still almost 212 here at News Radio 106. I got a newsbreaker lines. I got a new song. Coach Reeves is serenading us musically here for the saluting the Falcons on their patriotism. Uh, but first, it's 212. Truth, justice, yeah. and the American yeah, way. Baby. Read my lips. This is your former Commander-in-Chief George Bush Sr., and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, right over there on News Radio 106.7. To miss it wouldn't be right, wouldn't be prudent. Look this up. is Jackie Mason, Jackie. and this portion of The Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by Al-Qaeda's most temperamental terrorist, oh, no. Amin Amoud. I said... I mean a mood. I mean a mood. And now here's your host, <laughs> Wait, Kim Peterson. Hold on a second. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Uh, look out. 219. The Mindy Project's being canceled. Fox has dumped out the Mindy Project with Mindy Kaling. Also, Weird Loners and Mulaney and Red Band Society are out. But first, here's in news. Holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Your Atlanta Braves nipped the red legs in Cincinnati 2-1 to one behind another great pitching performance by Shelby Miller in the bullpen. And Drelton Simmons, a solo homer, and Mr. Goslin. I wow. like it. Almost single-handedly won the game by getting a hit in the ninth off a Reds robot reliever, Aroldis Chapman, then stealing third base, then coming home on a wild pitch. A wild pitch that was 103 yeah. miles an hour, by wow. the way. Arald, this guy can hurl He's it. a robot. <laughs> he Amazing. is a robot. Uh, Luis Avalon got the win. Eh. Same two teams tonight. The 2-0 Mike Fultonewitz for us against that nice Irish kid, Anthony Disclafani. Disclafani? Yeah, I think he hails from Dublin. Your Atlanta Hawks yep, yep. even up their playoff series in Washington in two games apiece. The pivotal game five here in Phillips tomorrow night. Uh huh. I hear the Obama Presidential Library will be built in Chicago's South Side. The home, South Side of Chicago side. for Putty Tad. I'll yeah. be damned. Well, they won't have to worry about wear and tear on the books there. <laughs> <laughs> might as well put it in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> they got bulletproof windows. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, Tom Terrific. Brady. Yeah, that's why I do go to the south side of Chicago, the the yeah. murder capital of the world for your president and his former uh, chief of staff. By the way, who's now their stinking mayor? Bam, 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 bam. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, Tom Brady suspended four games for playing with football. Yeah. He came down to loose balls. No, okay. no, always does. Which means his backup, Janine Garofalo, will play. Well, no, I don't. I loved her on the Larry Sanders show. (laughs) She She was was great. Great, but I don't think Uh, Manly, too. Manly, Uh, The Patriots find $1 million Mm. and lose a first-round draft pick next year, plus another later-round pick in uh, 17, plus no clam chowder for a year, and Pats fans can't say the word wicked during the upcoming season. (laughs) So stop whining. Serves you right, New England tax-loving Yankee spank monkeys. Go back to your frozen land and your dirty water and your ugly women and your overpriced, lukewarm hipster beer that tastes like it passed through a moose. And leave the real football to parts of the country that don't have to shovel snow in May or pay for their wives to get wax treatments on their upper lips or post bail for their drunken fathers every other holiday. That's my opinion. We welcome you. Thank you. You know what's more American than honoring our courageous troops? Yeah. It brings a tear to my eye every time yeah. I see a veteran honored during an NFL game. Yeah. And what's even more American than the NFL teams turning a profit from honoring our courageous yeah, veterans? Oh, there you go. Yes, the military paid the teams, like the Falcons, a lot of money to honor those soldiers. In fact, and we can be so proud here in Atlanta, our hometown team, the Atlanta Falcons, yes. made the most money from this deal. All right. Well over a million million. Dollars. We're number one, number one in fake patriotism for money. Hey, that could be a new cheer. We're number one in fake patriotism for money. Hey. Huh. And the Pac-12 and Mountain West have had considerable conversations 
about mm-hmm. staging a future bowl game in Australia. Oh, for God's sakes. Now, down there, it's known as... <laughs> they've gr- never heard of football oh, in well, Australia. They've heard of it. It's known as gridiron in Australia. Oh, please. Yeah. Timey kangaroo down sport. Uh, is, that, is that your plan for the weekend? Or? <laughs> well, it's a euphemism for... <laughs> Yeah, look out, 222. It's only the camera at News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. How about a news regular? She's on there. Good afternoon. Let me tell you something, man. It's great to be on the show. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Hey, this coach. is John Gruden coach calling. John Gruden. Hi, coach. How's it going? Well, let me. How about that Tom Brady? Isn't he wanting oh, something, maybe man? Something. Suspended for four games. Let me tell you something. Could you imagine if Matt Ryan missed. The first four games for the Falcons. Wow. What the... I'm guessing we noticed an immediate improvement. Passing percentages would skyrocket. Interceptions would plummet. It'd be something, man. Let me tell you something. Let's face it, Kimmer. I mean, the Patriots without Tom Brady, this, yeah. that's like News Radio 106.7 without Steve McCoy. The whole franchise, you know, revolves around this guy. And, you know, and Brady's pretty good, too. Let me tell you something, man. I mean, yeah. Not bad. I'll tell you something else. When it comes to patriotism, those Atlanta Falcons, you got to give them a lot of credit. A lot of Arthur credit. Blank, Arthur Blank drives a hard bargain, man. I mean, yeah. do you know that saluting the flag costs the Defense Department an extra five grand per player? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, not talking or chewing during the national anthem. That's an extra twenty-five k there. And I mean, you know, if you got the cash, a couple of players might even put their hands over their hearts. Though I doubt it. <laughs> I never saw that before. <laughs> Just dancing back and forth. I don't know. What a freaking concept, man! I'm glad I said freaking, or we'd be off the air. You know, yes, sir. <laughs> Four weeks, the sales department would realize it too. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, what happened to that guy? Who was on at noon. <laughs> that we steer oh, everybody his... away from. What happened to him? We don't have to steer people away from him anymore. Thank God for that. Yeah. Hey, do you <laughs> you realize if the Falcons played New England, Kimmer? Yeah. It'd be the real Patriots versus the fake Patriots. Oh, getting paid for their patriotism. Thank it you. would be the real, the real Patriots against the not quite so real Patriots. Thank you so much, sir. You know what's funny, Kimmer? What's that funny, sir? When they ate the Rock 100 morning show, I try <laughs> oh, listening <no>. to that. <laughs> Things that aren't funny, Alex, for 200. You don't know what's funny is, I mean... It's funny how no one ever had to bribe the Falcons to put some cop hating rap star on at halftime. It's funny how that works, isn't it, man? Isn't that unusual? Yeah. <laughs> Came up with that on his own, did he? <laughs> Great to be on the coach, show. always a pleasure, yeah. my son. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Look out, it's only me, 225 almost. Come on up on 225. You're on News Radio 1067. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I can't take those reality type things. They, for some reason, they embarrass me. If I watch people performing, I am I feel embarrassed. And the singing shows, American Idol, if I watch somebody trying to, I, I just, I go, wow, it just makes, it's like if you go into a place and someone sings to you, you know, like at a restaurant or something, I just want to cry, I just want to go, I don't, don't, I don't This know. happens to you a lot? I know, no, anyway. Well, on Dancing with the Stars, the semifinalist Noah Galloway, a war hero and double amputee, got down on his knees to propose to his girlfriend during and right after his performance on Dancing with the Stars. So he's on his knee, double amputee war hero, on his knees, proposing to his girlfriend. Aaron Andrews, that blonde hottie from ESPN, uh, was, uh, what is she, hosting it now or something? One of, them. One of the hosts of the Dancing with the Stars. When the guy got down on his knees, 
Erin Andrews threw her head back and rolled her eyes as if to say, Oh, God, we have to go through this again? With a veteran who lost both legs in the war, proposing to his girlfriend, and she's going, Oh, Jesus. I mean, that's disgusting. He's getting to be a real... Yeah. Yeah. That's when the guy was spying on her, and she caught him anyway. And now, think about this. The federal government has Tomahawk cruise missiles, Apache, Black Hawk, Kiowa, and Lakota helicopters. The code name in the attack that killed Osama bin Laden was Geronimo. And yet the federal governments in the White House officially objecting to the name Washington Redskins. <laughs> but Tomahawk, Apache, Blackhawk, Kiowa, Lakota, and Geronimo are just fine. But God forbid. And, of course, Redskins is wrong. They should change the name, but they won't. Well, not, it's not put down to say Lakota or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah but it is a put down to call them the R word. Right. Anyway. All right, look out. It's 227. Newsmaker Lines, a new song coming up. And all the rest of it here with the camera on News Radio 1067. This is Dr. Henry Kissinger, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Kim treats every show as if it were his last, because in all likelihood, it probably is. Tune in to The Kim of Weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. This is Barack... Let me be clear. <laughs> this is Barack Obama, and this portion of The Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Seymour Hirsch. Now, Seymour is wrong. Osama bin Laden was captured by SEALs, and now he's feeding them. Let me be clear. And now Yo. here's your host, Yo. Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me. It's well, only the giver. I low down in blue. I didn't know what in the world I was going to do. Them communists, they were coming 235. They were the air, they were all over the ground. They wouldn't give me no peace. And it's only the giver. This is Bob Dylan, who in 1963 on this day... Refused to appear on the Ed Sullivan Show because CBS would not allow him to sing this song, Talking John Birch Society Blues. I'm a real John Bircher now. Look at John Birch Society. Is the, are they still even? In a, is, is there a John Birch Society today? I wonder. One of my first job. In fact, my first job in my, my first job in radio. I uh, had. Anyway, that's Bob Dylan. My very first job in radio when I was a teenager in college. Uh, one of my other announcer guys uh, met me, wanted to take me out for a beer after work or something, even though I was wasn't drinking age, and uh, which we did. And he tried to get me to join the John Birch Society. I'd never heard of it, had no idea what it was. Really? Yeah, and he said, "Oh, it's a patriotic. You know, we love America and the flag." So, oh, I do that too. So I didn't join anything. I didn't know what it was, but I looked it up later. I thought, "Oh my God, <laughs> there's still one. There's still one yeah, active." Well, there you go. Anyway, that was uh, Bob Dylan. Nineteen sixty-three would not go on Ed Sullivan. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty-seven two thirty-six. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, News Radio uh, 106.7. Uh, if you've always wanted to do this, here's what could happen to you when you pull it off like the guy in Denver, the lead singer for the group called Puddle of Mud. Wes Scanlon was arrested by Denver police for doing something he always wanted to do. He hopped on the oversized luggage carousel at the Denver airport and went for a ride in it. Unfortunately, he goes into secure areas when you go through the little gate. So here he is back in the security areas riding on the carousel. And they, No, you don't get to do that. Uh, and then there's the story of the 75-year-old fellow living in an old folks' assisted living facility place in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Apparently, this fellow in his 70s is more mobile than most of the old-timers. So he's the one who goes on booze runs for his neighbors. <laughs> 
So they'll give him money. He goes to the store, buys the booze, bring it, brings it back, sneaks it into him because they're not supposed to have it in there. And they finally caught him, but it wasn't just for the purpose of bringing booze back to his old-timer buddies in the old folks' home. They found a prostitute hiding under his bed. <laughs> he, he made regular calls with her for the money he made on the beer runs. Anyway, you got to hand it to the guy or... No, and no. at the her, one of the two, I don't know. All right, 237. Uh, how about a news break line? Let's see a new song coming up here. Good afternoon. Give me a drop everything you're doing. This call is going to be great. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the most tremendous uh, call I've ever done to a radio show in history. Everybody knows that. Everybody Donald. knows it. It's a shame I'm wasting it on this. This is Donald Trump, Kimmer. Donald, Donald you know, I'm so disappointed. I lost out on that Picasso painting that sold for $175 oh, yeah. million dollars you, at Christie's yesterday. You lost out, did you? Yeah, I got outbid by these. Steve McCoy Prize Patrol. <laughs> Talk about an unlimited budget. Don't do any extremes. You know, they say that money can't buy you happiness, but apparently, well, anyway. Whatever. You know, I love the prizes they give away on the Kimmer show, you know. It saves me from having to go to the Goodwill and Salvation Army to pick it up in person, you know. It's... We do what we can. I mean, I know you're low on the totem pole, Kimmer. Yeah, I am low. But to call prizes on the Kim Peterson show, Steve Sloppy Seconds, isn't that a little <laughs> bit dem- <laughs> So leftovers. Come up with another phrase, for God's sake. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, did you see where Andrew Young's car was demolished yeah. by a cement truck? Cement truck, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that much damage since a bag of cement cash fe- fell on Maynard Jackson's car. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelatedly. <laughs> yes, say what you will about Maynard Jackson. Yeah, the man was yeah. a whale of a mayor. A whale of a mayor. <laughs> His official portrait was done by Google Earth. <laughs> Thank you. Google Earth. Well, the Falcons... <laughs> Well, the Falcons were paid to fade patriotism, to yeah. honor their country. They had yeah. to be paid to do it. Paid to do it, yeah. I understand they brought in an expert on fake emotions to Kim's final wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, don't stop reciting that pledge. Oh, we salute you. We salute you. <laughs> put your hand right there. It's so good when you <laughs> pretend to love your country. Don't stop. <laughs> Actual transcript. Actual transcript. <laughs> Great to be on Donald, the, you're just bringing the yeah, truth to the show the again, sir. Cash that well, See, the cash that made the cash destroyed it yeah. on the car there. <laughs> Bingo, perfect. Like out, two forty. It's only me. It's only the Kemmer News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven two forty. Nice to have you aboard. Yeah, hey, talking about the Falcons got a million dollars last few years for putting on patriotic tributes during football games. It wasn't because it was out of the goodness of the heart saluting American patriots. They were paid. It was a commercial. You got a million dollars. The Falcons. But that's okay. Even Coach Dan Reeves says, you know what? Let's sing a song for our Falcons. Shall we? I'm disappointed in the Falcons to think we'd have to pay them to love their country and to respect the USA they'd rather have some rap thug to do their halftime show but they'll be patriotic long as you have got the dough okay drive through crew Larry Eric big finish now <laughs> oh they're proud to take your money they're patriotic when you pay <laughs> They'll pretend to love America 
at least when it's game day. But you have to pay up a million bucks or the flags will go away. Cause there ain't no doubt they love your cash more than the USA. I'm Dan Reeves, and I approve this song. Thank you, Dan. 241 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 844-404-1067. So Coming up, more Newsmaker Lines. Also, uh, we'll uh, chat a little more about the old uh, Tom Brady situation, if you'd like to, and whether or not somebody got screwed. And also, remember, we're going to say the girl's name for the story of the little doggy in the car, because it's not fair to just do the guy Michael Hammond's. The girl, 22-year-old Elantra Cunningham, was also given given a ticket for the doggy in the hot car. 242 with a camera. And now for all you co-eds who wish to become scholars, here's Mr. Know-it-all. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn, son. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by former Atlanta Mayor Andy Young. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if a cement truck fell on Bill Campbell? (laughs) He'd be a hardened criminal. Hardened. I said, he'd be a hardened criminal, (laughs) son. Criminal. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Hardened criminal. (laughs) Here we go. Here's a story. And a baby, baby. Yeah, it was on this day in 1992. Brady Bunch dad star Robert Reed died of colon cancer at the age of 59. And it was revealed later that it was actually AIDS that sort of kicked off everything. But he was dead in this day, 1992. Also, uh, this was the day Elizabeth Taylor and Eddie Fisher were married in Las Vegas, divorced after four years in 1959. Elizabeth Taylor and Eddie Fisher. No, that was a scandal brewing back in those days in Hollywood. Mick Jagger married Bianca in Saint-Tropez, France in 1971 on this day. They're uh, divorced now. Uh, the Rolling Stones were there. Eric Clapton, Paul McCartney, Ringo, Stephen Stills, and all those good folks. I look out, it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067-251-844-404-1067. Um, oh, I don't know, have you, you've probably never heard this uh, word, the Mayaguez. Mayaguez. Have you ever heard that phrase, the Mayaguez, a ship? It was on this day, Brett, 1975, the Cambodian government had seized an American merchant ship called the Mayaguez in international waters. U.S. Marines got hold of the ship after a couple of days. And by the way... There's a Marine rescue helicopter missing now in Kathmandu in Nepal after another earthquake, and the, which really ripped the place. But the Marines over there trying apparently the Marine rescue helicopter went down. Marines aren't supposed to be used for search and rescue of hurricane people or earthquake people or, you know, doing building sandbags. You don't have the Marines for that. The only reason you have a Marine Corps is to kill people and break things, period. If you have a problem, send in the Marines, period. They don't go looking for cadavers in a rubble-filled earthquake zone. Come on, man. Freaking Marines. Uh, how about a newsmaker line? Excuse me, old newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston. <laughs> well, no. I... Sir. I... When Ving Graves said, you stay gone. <clears throat> Can't even talk here. <laughs> Sorry, you stay gone. You be gone, or whatever. Is he talking about the Kimmer in that Pulp Fiction movie? <laughs> that was right. You lost your one hundred six point seven privileges. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking, <laughs> yes, how's sir. the Kimmer doing? By the way, I don't hear much about <laughs> him anymore. No, nobody does, really, sir. 
You know, expressing interest in advertising on the Kimmer Show is a lot like calling suicide prevention. <laughs> what do you mean, sir? Well, people are always trying to talk you out of it. <laughs> oh, come on. You don't really want to do that, do you? I mean, that would be suicide. What a waste of money. Sleep on it, and you'll feel differently in the morning. And speaking of morning, we got a great morning lineup. Steve McCoy and Michael Cram. I mean, they'll be here for the long run as opposed to that Brad guy, because they told him once he be gone, he better stay gone. He better stay gone. <laughs> stay gone. And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the anxiously awaited feature. <laughs> The reason the shopping malls are empty today is Charnak, <laughs> the, the Magnificent. The Magnificent. The answer is show me the money. Show me the money. What does Arthur Blank say right before the national anthem? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is put it there. Put it there. What do Hartsfield Airport Authority members say while pointing to one of their pockets? <laughs> Pointing to a pocket seat. Answer this question is Diet Coke. Diet Coke. What are Courtney Love's two favorite ways to lose weight? <laughs> <laughs> sort of like that one, too. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa and Andy Young. Jimmy Hoffa and Andy Young. Name two things that are covered in cement. <laughs> <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen... The final yeah, envelope right, for this afternoon. Thank finally, jeez. May your maternal grandmother's eulogy be performed by Belinda Skelton. <laughs> she was a nice lady. She always knew how to say the right thing, you know, at the right time. <laughs> Yikes. The Marines, Clark Howard, and the Bachelorette. The Marines, Clark Howard, and the Bachelorette. Name a core, a boar, and a whole lot of women. Sim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Espen. 255. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. How's it going? 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Again, our congratulations to the Gwinnett County homeowner on Springs Lane, Peachtree Corners. Five guys broke into his house, tried to barge their way inside with a baseball bat. The resident grabbed a gun and started shooting. Thank God he killed one of them, shot a couple others that are wounded. I hope they die later from poison or something and an agonizing death so they won't be able to rob anybody else in the future. Anyway, nice shooting, buddy. Thank God you had a gun. Let's hope all that the network TV stations are covering this to show how gun homeowners with guns can save lives and help the police at the same time. Who didn't know that? A couple of few. Oh, yogiisms before we leave you for the day again, if you don't mind. Yogi Berra, 90 years old today. Yogi Berra said, if the fans don't come out to the ballpark, you can't stop them. <laughs> if they don't come out, you can't. When you get to a fork in the road, take it. This was actually directions to his house. The, the, for, the road forked. Either way, it got there. So his friends thought he was just being really cool to say, if you have a challenge ahead, overcome it. He would just say, now, if you come to the fork, take it. <laughs> it didn't matter which way you went. Uh, Yogi Berra said, it gets late early out there. Sun conditions changing at different fields. Uh, it ain't over till it's over, one of the more uh, famous ones. And then he said, no, nah, you didn't wake me up. I had to get up to answer the phone anyway. <laughs> Yogi Berra. And for Jackie, our female uh, leader in the news department, uh, she announced the interns, Shedrick James, Tim, Akeem, and Nigel. All guys. 
You know what the Rock Station interns get? Cinnamon, Sparkle, Jade, Raven, Skittles, Chastity, Chipotle, Blondie, Jasmine, Lashandra, Bambi, Destiny, Fantasia, and Cherry. Oh, Give yeah. Give this to Charles Barkley. Nothing. Oh, Charles, how you doing? Uh, you just spit the thing on there, boys. There we go. But now it's the news, people. It's your, oh, damn, my bladder sling broke. My bladder sling son of... John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.